hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies hello guys welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies i think for the past episodes you have been listening to me and pushka talk about you know the review series that we are uh, doing on guns jumps and steel and we all started a new series on psychology where you got to meet i think some of the criminal psychologists and you talked uh, we also heard about my from my teacher so with all of that i thought you know why don't we take a different route today and introduce you to somebody whom you have already heard before if you have been paying attention to all my episodes but we'll be discussing more about his life and what has been going on for the past one year because uh, it's been very interesting and i'm tiny bit jealous of what he's doing so uh, get to know him more i have with me mihir hello hey hi anshul so for people who have forgotten who you are guys just go back to the episode which i think released what around early this year or no early last i don't know probably i think uh, i think a year back because i think it's somewhere in july we did that episode uh, with the moon landing and i think that's about it so that was our 51st anniversary of man's first landing on moon we celebrated that we had i think around 6 7 guests and mehir was one of them where uh, we discussed his favorite missions and his affinity towards space and all of that now that you already know that side of him so i don't want to dwell too much because i'm sure he's doing so many things there but let's ask you mehir what has been going on since pandemic started because i have been hearing from people that some people are stayed like they're staying at home because obviously that's the best course of action you don't want to get infected and then you know some people have developed these small hobbies either gardening some people are into fitness cooking pushkar has been watching too much master chef so he's into a different yeah i know he has taken a different route <laughs> i didn't expect that from him but what about you what's going on in your life let's start like uh, from the last one year probably uh, like i was doing few things here. and the going out obviously doing some astronomy and stuff every chance uh, we would get in between the lockdowns and unlocks whatever they call it <laughs> there is there is a very thin line these days so uh in december i think in october end uh, i got an offer from my friend like uh, can you come with me in the kokan region that's konkan uh, the coastline coastal maharashtra basically you can work from there you have a great uh, net there and you can just work remotely if you want i said i can jump to any opportunity where i'll get to travel basically that so i planned it four of us went he's a, a theater guy he he loves to write and they used to have their sessions all around uh, they, they used to write some pieces they used to narrate them to me they used to uh, have uh, jams with classical music and everything and i used to work from that and we were in the middle of a jungle like literally a jungle so we weren't allowed to cross the boundaries of our uh, basically his ancestral home because there were uh, cobras and all kinds of insects snakes or anything you can be afraid of they are there there would be a like 20 minutes hike uh, from that point to reach to the main road and from where we used to get the food we were completely isolated for 7 days we just used to go for the food and we used to come back and i used to work from there that was an interesting experience for me so that's how i started looking actually i wanted to go somewhere i think people were coming up with the name and the work vacation was catching up i think yeah workcation or work vacation i was like i want to go somewhere uh, i was searching for some places in northeast searched a lot and i to be honest i didn't get uh, good contacts where people would uh, get me something like hey, yeah there is a good uh, connectivity here you can live down here and probably work from there so that's how the november and december month went 
I think somewhere in end of December, one of my uh, friend Madhura, uh, she was telling me about her friend uh, who who was in a remote village in Uttarakhand. She is like, he's there. If you want to contact him, do contact him. I'll give you his contact. And I was like, yes, that's that's the thing I need. Yeah. And I contacted him, uh, that guy, and he's like, yeah, you can come here. You live here. There's an excellent internet connectivity. And I jumped on that boat or plane basically. So. on i think first week of january i booked my plane from kolhapur to hyderabad hyderabad to delhi and from delhi to haldwani the the train booked that that was the only booking i have done and i just left that's how a 53 days adventure began i i think i'm not spoiling anything but just uh, trying to get into the thing uh, that's how my vacation started for 53 days i was on the run with no plans and nothing <laughs> okay so what happened next so you were on a train from delhi to haldwani what next uh, so i knew ki, uh, i wanted to go to a place which is called basoli village which is like around 40 45 kilometers from almoda uh, almoda is uh, one of the largest uh, place or a hill station in uttarakhand and from haldwani it's like a four hour journey to almoda basically and another one hour to the place and i didn't know how to go there i just like where can i get a taxi and everything else and they were like okay you will get a shared taxi to almoda from here to here then you may have to catch another uh, taxi which goes to bageshwar and i was like okay sure yeah that happened i just i got my everything uh, my camera bag my laptop bag i was i was carrying two of my laptops my work laptop and everything <laughs> i packed whatever i could plus uh, i was there in the winter months so i have to carry all the other things and i got in the taxi i went there uh, there is a coordinator there manju behan uh, she looks after all those homes uh, she got me uh, he, she collected me basically from the bus stop of the village and she told me yeah there is another 20 minutes hike uh, up the hill and that's where i was staying for the next 15 days <laughs> that's that's how the journey started let me unpack this slowly now didn't your office have any problem with you you know traveling around the world not the world at least traveling around india and working didn't that have any hindrances there even i don't know uh, it's actually need to know basis so people knew i am there and uh, if somebody asks me i will tell them i'm there if the information is not needed to that people and the work is getting done they are just fine with it yeah I mean, so i don't know how many in the my uh, how many people in my office know uh, i was on a work vacation for 53 days hopefully this uh, podcast uh, reaches out to them and they'll get to know the kinds of thing that they were up to hopefully i i i definitely hope so this village i'll i'll tell you briefly about the interesting part about this is because the economic condition is not so good in the mountains because you can't grow anything you don't have uh, many resources the most of your income comes from either tourism or maybe most of the people in uttarakhand are working in the army because of this so there is an organization called seva atithi they started this project uh, the basoli is their first project or the first village uh, they contacted three of the women in the village and they asked if you can spare a room not room per se but if you are allowing people to let into your home uh, they will pay you and uh, they will live with you they will have your experiences and that's what i did i actually had a, a great conversations with them and i got lucky basically because when i was there i didn't have anyone else living with them i said i want to live 5 days with each woman's family so i'll get to know them the culture better <laughs> i will have different stories to tell uh, first one was uh, neeru behan 
I, I stayed with her for five days. Uh, she had a different story. She uh, she was I think fifth or sixth uh, passed out. Then she got married and like a typical village story basically. So she was afraid to converse with me or anything. And basically in Uttarakhand, uh, even in Uttarakhand, I faced bit of a language issue. So they do speak Hindi, but uh, their preferred language is Pahadi. Again, uh, another experience like not all speak, people speak Hindi. <laughs> After that, she started opening up like. her issues in the village as well and uh, what are the issues she's facing uh, her family got separated and that sort of stuff then she used to cook different kind of food which i started uh, loving like the matue ki roti and the lahi ki sabji that was my favorite she basically asked me like uh, if you want to have some paneer and stuff no i said no it's your food whatever you have it i want to have that for all the people and even you if you go to uttarakhand and if you go to kumau region do ask for bhang ki chutney that's maruhana's chutney that's the delicacy there <laughs> it's part of their life it's part of their uh, culture they eat it and no disclaimer it does not get you high <laughs> yeah that's a good disclaimer for everybody but still guys no advertisement here uh, do it on your own caution but yeah, moving ahead so for the entire 53 days did you stay in that same location and you just visited multiple homes and stayed with each of them for 5 5 days this uh, was this how the vacation was planned so uh, that turned out to be a different story so i stayed there for 15 days i worked from there every day i used to go from bus walks and everything and i had this thing in my mind there is a place called munsiari so munsiari is like northeast of uttarakhand or like uh, it's like 60 kilometers from uh, nepal and uh, around 55 kilometers from tibet so it's like it's one of the northeast northeast or northeast part of uttarakhand and the place is very beautiful it's not well known probably more people will go there and it's not easy to go there that's another there are, there are two parts of the story i want to go to munsiari whatever happens i want to go to munsiari i started planning the things i wanted to go somewhere and i took a week of leave and then first i went to nainital because one of my friend was there and i wanted to see nainital with her see if you are from nainital you have different perspective how you show a town or that's how it is I went to Nainital I stayed with youth hostel I did a trek there like all all of this is unplanned okay I just went to Nainital that's the most touristy place I've been to in my entire journey and then I stayed there for 2 3 days I trek to China Peak or Naina Peak what they call it with these youth youth hostel guys the random guys I met on my <laughs> vacation and now they are very good friends actually before you proceed further like i have this one question which i think many of us will have how did this work out financially this worked out financially actually quite well so i can tell you with all my air travels and i didn't plan anything to be honest because i got maybe i got them bit pretty not steep prices but not cheap really and i spent 61000 rupees on the 50 day 53 day trip that's how i can sum it sum it up basically hey well that's that's cheap because usually you know that's cheap you, yeah. yeah that's super cheap actually because whenever you go out uh, even if you are like staying at a decent hotel it costs you up more than 2000 3000 a day and it's more like you're there for vacation or for whatever purposes but here you're staying there you're mingling with different cultures you're understanding their life and in a more authentic way right people pay thousands and thousands to live like this to understand the culture but you did it so this sounds awesome so now tell us more about it because now i'm more invested because this seems feasible for most of us 
नैनीताल एज आई मेन्शन अर्ली वेन्ट टू मुंशियारी एंड मुंशियारी इज लाइक थ्री हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टी किलोमीटर्स अवे फ्रॉम नैनीताल एंड बिकॉज यू कैंट अंडर यू बेसिकली यू अंडर एस्टिमेट द डिस्टेंसेज वेन यू आर ऑन द प्लेन और वेन यू आर ऑन हाईवेज ट्रू ट्रू फिफ्टी किलोमीटर्स या वी कैन डू इट इन वन डे सो इन द माउंटेन्स दैट्स नॉट पॉसिबल द स्पीड गेट्स हाफ लाइक थर्टी किलोमीटर्स जर्नी कैन टेक वन टू मे बी थ्री आवर्स यू डोट नो आई कूडेंट मेक इट टू मुंशियारी दैट डे आई वेंट अप टू हाफ वे देर इज अ प्लेस कॉल उडियारी बेंड बेसिकली द प्लेस नेम्ड आफ्टर अ बेंड बेसिकली देर इज अ U shaped turn and there is another road that comes meet from the other end. So the three roads meet. Uh, that's how the place called uh, the bend basically, <laughs> the U bend. <laughs> that's how they call it a Udiyari bend. And that's where I stayed for one night. And um, there is a place near Udiyari bend called Chowkodi. So Chowkodi is the next big thing, or it's an upcoming hill station in Uttarakhand. Uttarakhand government is actively developing. because when the pithoragarh airport becomes completely operational you can just uh, go to pithoragarh and take a cab or bus from there to chowkodi and chowkodi has some beautiful uh, looks for the panchacholi peaks and few other peaks trishul and uh, nandakot etc from there uh, i traveled to thal basically from thal i took another taxi to munsiari and i think i started around 8 o'clock and the distance was about 120 kilometers i reached munsari uh, in the evening basically 4 o'clock in the evening afternoon whatever call it because in the <laughs> winters evenings happen at 4 o'clock and at 5 o'clock it's pitch black <laughs> because of the mountains and uh, because yeah. how north you, uh, up north you are so uh, interesting story about munsari i didn't know this before i went there uh, there is a museum about this as well people can visit so until 71 there was no road to munsari and the people were disconnected from india until 71 wow and uh, these people they are called bhutiyari tribe basically so until 62 war these people used to deal with nepal and tibet and most of the trade uh, high altitude trade used to come from tibet and uh, once the war happened of uh, after 62 the trade got destroyed uh, nepal they couldn't trade with nepal and trade with uh, china or tibet yeah, at yeah. all so in 67 they got reservation they started coming out and everything and in 71 the road uh, got constructed and they finally got connected to india so they have very different culture compared to rest of the uttarakhand uh, kumau region gadwal region or whatever so because it's at high altitude you will find mutton uh, and everything compared to the uh, veg uh, veg stuff or the veg food you have in kumau region and uh, their language is also different from pahadi they speak uh, a dialect of tibeti language uh, many of the older still understand read tibet and nepali languages so that's a very interesting story and I, i'm i don't know i wasn't uh, aware about this and i got super excited about this actually but this is a very different thing you can't you can't think there is a region uh, in india like that disconnected from the india basically as a country for so many years yeah another part like the munshari is famous for high altitude trekkers so you have panchacholi peaks basically panchacholi peaks are where people say pandavas went to kailasa from there that's how the peaks are named after them panchacholi one first is yudhishthir and then all the pandavas 
and uh, there is also a trek called milan glacier and nanda devi base camp all these treks are famous for high altitude trekkers because you start at about 8 or 10000 feet and you go just go up from there i'm just trying to wrap around my head so you know if, like when you were in this place so were you still working or were you on leave uh at this place i was on leave uh, i could uh, like i didn't bring my laptop there i left my laptop in basoli village uh this all part i i wasn't working but there is a good network connectivity and i'm definitely planning to go back to munsiari just to work from there like that's the <laughs> best place because panchachavdi peaks tower over you they just can't you you can't just stop looking at them every day you have to look at them <laughs> even when you know the vacation concept came in from what i've heard from you know some of your friends who tried it they went into you know resorts or they went into these small places nearby and they worked there i have some of my friends who you know they just travel 40 kilometers from kolkata and they booked a resort they booked a few days tried to work they just to get out of the mood but again you're just sitting in a hotel room working maybe there is some kind of relaxation i can understand that but the kind of life that you led in those 50 odd days where you were right between nature right you were with people you were learning there you were enjoying as well as you were working whenever required so this brings a whole different concept to the vacation thing so tell us like when you reached those starry peaks what happened after that like there there is a crazy story in between this the, the whole journey so when i was going to munsiari uh, I I think I was in Udiyari uh, Bend, and one of my friend called me. Uh, he was in Kolhapur. Like, Mir, uh, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Munsiari. He's like, where is it? I said, it's 2,000 kilometers away from Kolhapur. I haven't reached there yet. He's like, tell me, I'll come. I said, bro, it's 2,000 kilometers away. Okay. He's like, you tell me. You just plan my itinerary. I will come there. I said, okay. Catch a plane from here to here. Get a train from Halwani. Uh, just talk to any taxi guy and come to Musiari. Long story short, he was there after two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have some very uh, good friends who take impromptu decisions. <laughs> It would have take, taken me a year to take that decision. Uh, his name is Sushant. He was there right now. He's sailing in somewhere. I think he just left Taiwan. He's going to Australia. Basically, he's a sailor. So I think that was a bit normal for him. I don't know doing such kind of journeys. Yeah. He reached, and then we started planning different things in Munsiari region. Like, what can we do? So we trekked for a bit. Uh, there is a place called Khalia Top. Uh, it's a 16 kilometers trek. normally people do it in two days people can do it in one day and we did it in one day like you climb from 2300 meters to 3700 meters that's 8 kilometers and you just come back in a day so we did that we visited a place called moli has again a different story like i love stories so i just went on with people interacting them uh there is a, a woman called mallika ji she's a sarpanch there and uh, she's been living there for last 30 years and she works with the people uh, rural empowerment women empowerment and she started this journey uh, as a what do you call it the homestay village so she got some 10 to 15 women from the village and she said why not create a homestay this makes sense in the story because the sarmoli village homestays uh, that's the model for the homestays where i stayed the basoli homestays are based on this model so i wanted to meet the original person when i got to know them like this is the person so i went ahead and i had a, a great interaction with all the uh, women i uh, attended at 
attended their gram sabha like how what they discuss how they discuss the vana panchayat and everything the issues with the uh, government interactions with basically the, there is something called as one panchayat i i'm i think i'm not boring you with the facts no no, no the please, this, is, this is really interesting for me go ahead so uh, yeah uh, so there is basically a vana panchayat that's exclusive to uttarakhand said that came back into like effect into 1920s when the british government was there so uh, they had different laws like normal gram panchayat has laws but they have different laws when you are interacting with the jungles so if you take something from the jungle you have to give it back if you are using a uh, maybe a old tree from the jungle to build your house or do something you have to get two or three uh, smaller uh, trees going you have to plant them you have to look after them that's how the structure is basically so the interaction remains constant like you take something from the jungles and you take care of them as well so they give you something you give them the safety in return that's how the interaction was and it was going good until the government stepped in in recent times and they had issues with now because of the government made the jungles or these jungles into reserve forest by law it's illegal to take anything from the jungles basically in uttarakhand many of these people depend on the jungles their livelihood is depend on the jungle uh, because you take the woods and everything see i understand that important the importance of preserving nature and i am all up for that but obviously you um, depending on the locality depending on how the nature is you take in some items from nature because you know that is how you grow that is how you survive but the idea that that culture came up with that you have to also provide back to the nature right so if you're taking a wood you are planting more trees and that seems an awesome way because that way the forest will keep on growing and it will keep on providing you so it's a symbiotic relationship but where both of you are benefit so the idea making it a reserve forest but and not using any of its benefit and not growing more crops it defeats the purpose right this model work getting something back and giving something back work for hundreds of years correct <laughs> and that's how the government is stepped in and saying it's illegal to take something from jungles and that's not good because uh, when i was there uh, there is a place in munshari basically the valley they have uh, this hot water springs and we went there and uh, we were just bathing up and we were discussing with again interacting with people because that's what we like like what are your stories what what you're doing and many people were like yes i come from a village which is like two hours journey from here or three hours journey from here or a one hour, one hour hike from here because even uh, getting something the livelihood is so not so well even getting the wood from the jungle or if if you are not allowed to get the wood from the jungle you are not uh, privileged enough to uh, burn the wood and get the hot water going basically so you can't uh, basically bathe in the hot water that's why people use this hot water springs much more than they should be using it i can i don't know i'm summing it properly but like that's the striking irony i saw I, we can't imagine like uh, there is no hot water or there is a problem of hot water because there are so many things involved you have to get the wood from the forest you have to burn it to get the water or you can just go to the hot water springs and get uh, get sorted basically you know you lived there so i'm sure that is like in itself uh, you learned about all of these things so how did you manage yourself because since you know these regulations came in right so now obviously it would must be difficult for you also to conduct your daily livelihood things uh, personally because i was living on the edge like not in exactly in the forest but i didn't face any issues but the people i was living with they were telling me about all the issues i learned about the different kind of woods as well like uh, the pine wood and the basically the oak wood so pine wood is useless and uh, 
the government in the name of the green cover government planted the basically the british government planted and our government uh, kept the tradition going they instead of the oak and the devdas they planted the pine wood and pine wood is not useful in india because it gets burned up very quickly and if you use devdar or the teak wood for the cooking purposes or even for the uh, to generate heat uh, you will get the coals and you can keep the coals to get the next morning started uh, whatever you have you don't have to burn or start all over again so uh, these are the small things i learned in between them so i and because of the issues i i learned that you have to use the devdar or the teak wood not the pine wood I was in Munshari for six, seven days, and from there we thought, let's move to a place called Kasar Devi. Kasar Devi is like the place where Swami Vivekananda had the mystical experiences and everything, uh, and it's well known with the basically hippie uh, tribe and the, it was a part of hippie movement as well. Uh, I lived in the hostel there for six days. Kasar Devi is uh, known for its views, like it's basically eight kilometers from Almoda, but it's based on a ridge so you have like the valley down on the both sides and from the one side of the valley you get to view almost a uh, 270 degree view of himalayas you see gadwal ranges you you see trishul you see you can see nanda devi nanda kot and these panchacholi peaks so you get to see like a huge number of himalayan peaks uh, from a single place so that's a very beautiful place to uh, go to and just to stay there basically here you did you carry your laptop yeah this is where I, again i went back to the work mode or the work vacation uh, part the hostel i was living into it's called hots hostel and um, they have a good 100 mbps line fiber connection and i was working from there so every day i used to wake up get my things done uh, let's go with the coffee and uh, get on a small hike or trail and at 1 o'clock or something i used to start work because i work in the second shift so uh, that's how i used to start working and uh, it turned out beautifully because you are looking at the himalayas and i used to make people jealous basically i think uh, if you look at some of my photos people will like okay this is not good <laughs> this is not take over <laughs> every day i used to change some places and i used to get a better view of himalayas i will put down my laptop there uh, i used to start work from i started working from there okay i'll start working from here I'll start working from there. Hosts are they're very experienced and they're just great. Like uh, I met some wonderful people there. Uh, there is a person called uh, Baba's Cafe basically. So that guy was Baba basically back in the day, and uh, he met a German uh, woman somewhere in Himalaya. So they got married. They they came back to Uttarakhand, Kasar Devi. They started the cafe. They have some ultimate. Uh, bakery products uh, european and indian bakery products i don't remember all the names but they have all the delicacies you can have uh-huh. then there is another guy i met he was basically a retired fashion stylist maybe i don't, I, I don't remember uh-huh. but he was basically belong from the fashion world he used to design clothes lines and everything and he spent uh, most, most of his life in uh, mumbai bangalore and delhi Uh-huh. then he wanted to move back to a laid out place or like a slow life place or the village so he bought a place there and he started his own cafe there uh, again he but now like in recent times he got into the clothing business again uh, so uttarakhand government recently gave the permission to uh, start making clothes from the marijuana leaves or the hemp basically the hemp based uh, 
clothing so he started making his own line he has some beautiful uh, jackets designed the backpacks and everything from the hemp cloth and hemp is actually because it's organic and uh, has different what you can say different texture of the feel to compared uh-huh. to all other organic clothes and i bought a jacket there it's warm and it's beautiful like i can't have any other words to describe that damn so this is exciting yeah these these are wonderful people like himalayas you just it's not chilling out per se but you you just start living a slow life i i spent in kasadevi when i was working so in the morning two or three days at least i spent like two three hours staring at all these uh, beautiful himalayan peaks trishul nanda devi and everything and just doing nothing just staring at them straight for two or three hours and uh, i think that slow life or the slow travel got into me and uh, i stayed there as i said i stayed there for a week now we are almost up to a month i guess <laughs> basically your entire journey combined with majorly nanital and then it concluded with this place right yeah kasadevi is the place i i was there in the mountains the last place and then i thought i didn't have any plan but uh, i always wanted to stay in delhi for few days so okay. i moved back to delhi for like another week uh-huh and i stayed with different places i had a different experiences in delhi as well delhi i don't know discovered mirza galib's haveli in old delhi basically that's an interesting thing i found personally it is uh, tucked away in old delhi it took me like one one and a half hour just to from lal kila to go inside the purani delhi and just find the place this was about a month and then i actually decided to move to banaras for a week I didn't have any plan but uh, one of my friend was there my hostel friend was there actually two of them were there and he was like yeah come to banaras we'll show you around and let's see what can be done and i moved to banaras for a week and i was glad i, I moved there because uh, then again i was working the whole time I mean, like i was lucky he was staying in a place called kabir chaura so in kabir chaura they have a all this uh, musicians and all the classical artists living there basically uh-huh. because uh, it's the place where foundation of the banaras gharana so they have all the musicians living on the one side and all the artists the tabla players and the harmonium players living on the other side and his place was just down the alley so every day i used to go to somebody's place i used to ask them can i uh listen the whatever you are singing whatever you are doing and they were quite happy so every day i used to have a private mehfil with all this <laughs> wonderful people i i don't know much of classical music but i used to enjoy it i used to ask them the questions like what are you playing what are these ragas and that was just beautiful experience every day i used to get to learn something new do something and get back to my work since i was working i didn't take any holidays here uh interesting thing i would like to mention maybe i don't know <laughs> if this will <laughs> create something but uh, i took many calls from the ghat of banaras so uh, many people know even you know the aarti is famous so i used to go for the aarti and since i'm working in the evening uh, i used to have all these calls and i used to take from the i used to take them from the ghats like i used to uh, get the calls going yeah, yeah, yeah please do that this call <laughs> i used to get a place i am looking at the uh, river i am looking at the proceedings of the aarti everything and i used to take these calls uh, yeah please do that this <laughs> take the follow ups write a mail <laughs> so that's a thing people can try i don't know i tried that and it works to be honest <laughs> 
man this has been really amazing because wow you mentioned names in uttarakhand that i can never recall and then you went okay nani there is something i remember and then you lived amongst himalayas you learned about so many new cultures you ticked off the boxes that you wanted to live in delhi and you did that you did in uh, banaras and you did that so i guess i think what next what next is there uh, it's told for you because lockdown does not seem to get over so no no lockdown does not seem to get over i have to get going so uh, the northeast is still on the uh, list it's still on back of my mind i'm i got some sources i got some people so they are like okay chalo let's go to northeast and probably the northeast will happen next there is an honorable mention of goa uh, that was in may but i i was offered actually there there was an offer like you can come and live in goa for like 30 days in 7.5k like that's really cheap like dirt yeah. cheap everything mm-hmm. included Mm-hmm. but that didn't happen actually because of the lockdown thing so i kind of missed that uh, that should have happened like one month in goa who would not like it <laughs> yep why not so the northeast is still on the plan let's see how that goes and i don't know let's uh, ask me another another month or two maybe i'll be somewhere we can uh, record <laughs> yeah we'll record another podcast with mihir we can record one on the road probably oh yeah we'd love to hear your interactions uh, there and you know know your journey but man this has been really amazing and for people who want to try this right for people who are listening and are getting jealous and want to you know live amongst the himalayas or live, live amongst these areas and work or spend their vacations and people of our generation right they don't want to spend too much money and but they want to live all these experiences new places so i think mihir would be the right person for you know you can reach out to him he can guide you so i'll link down his instagram id but mere this has been really really amazing thank you for sharing with us your experiences and all the learnings that you got you know especially the small parts where i especially loved the sections where you said that you lived five days you know with these different people you learned about their life and then then another place you learned about how you know the nature and human were living in a symbiotic relationship but due to bureaucracy which happens i think most of the time things didn't pan out but man i think it's it's told right that traveling is the best teacher mihir is one living example <laughs> no thank you thank you for having me actually i i love to share the experiences and i hope i uh, get more people going into the vacation part not just the vacation because working is also important people <laughs> don't go don't take this granted working is important you have to feed yourself but uh, yeah you know you can you can work while enjoying right yeah 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 this this is the harmony you can have you can optimize your work and and i think you can work from the mountains that's that's the one thing you can just have the peace of mind and you can still work and probably one last question before we let you go and uh, will not uh, hold you on too long so let's say hypo- not hypothetically obviously the world has to reopen so the world reopens things go back to normal do you want to still try vacation if your company allows yeah i'm all in for vacation like see i don't want to go to office anymore to be honest <laughs> i don't want to wear formals i'm uh, i want to wear all these uh, like uh, multiple layers of clothes and i'm happy to work in minus 2 degree celsius from somewhere in munsiari looking at the panchacholi peaks that's i'm happy <laughs> that makes me happy i think you guys can make an aim for yourself don't just admire what mehir has done you can do it yourself as mehir said it's not that costly he was about to live in goa for 30 days for god for 6 for 7 and a half k guys you can figure it out for yourself enjoy whatever time you have in this lockdown you know try to make the best of it i know there is a lot of bad news surrounding you with your family with everything but you know these ways at least you can you know keep your mind up you can be more mentally fit 
and yeah what's better than walking amidst the himalayas like i can never get over that fact but thank you meer for joining us in this episode and soon when you'll be traveling to some obscure places we'll call you back in and we'll learn about more about that place and the culture that you experienced there yeah yeah definitely definitely i would love to uh, share some different stories with you and thank you for having me man this is a great thing to like i i love to share the stories and you are giving me a chance to share this thank you so much my pleasure my pleasure so thank you guys for listening to us catch us in the next episode with someone new and if you want to support us uh, reach out to buymeacoffee.com/everydaytalkies you can support us directly but apart from that uh, keep on listening follow us and yeah stay tuned and enjoy and if you have any recommendations do reach out to me i'll surely try to incorporate take care and i'll catch you in the next one bye bye thank you for listening to this episode follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode till then live long and prosper